Clermont Northeastern District Download. This is season two of the District Download. I'm TJ Dorsey, Dean of Students. Hopefully along the journey this year, you'll learn some things about what's going on in the district, get some fresh insight from families and community members, and learn a little bit about our staff. Enjoy. Thanks for checking out this episode. We're over at the middle school talking to Ms. Porter and Ms. Collier about the Comprehensive State Literacy Development Grant and some family engagement work that's going on in their building. Also, we sit down with Christy Fishback, a parent over here at the middle school, and get her perspective on how the year's going so far. All right, today on the podcast, we have um, Dar Porter at the middle school, and we have Carrie Collier. Uh, thanks for joining the podcast, ladies. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. So uh, I asked you guys to come on the podcast today because there has been uh, some shifting of some funds when it comes to the uh, comprehensive state literacy development grant and you guys actually ended up getting the nod is that correct yes we're super excited so that ends up meaning for the district itself we're we're sitting at over two million dollars worth of literacy grant money mm-hmm. i mean that's that's a ton of money so what yes. does it mean for you guys here so for here um we're we're really excited about it and just as a recap like the state was awarded that grant money from the u.s department of ed and then divided that money into subgrants um, to distribute to local school districts, community schools, and early childhood education programs to improve language and literacy development. And as you said before, TJ, uh, our high school and elementary schools were awarded um, subgrants last year. And so we were very happy that we could jump on board and were awarded a subgrant this year as the middle school. So we're very excited. We have the unique opportunity in the state really to create cohesive literacy programs and supports for kindergarten through 12th grades now in our whole district. So how much money did the middle school get? Did you want to speak to uh, that, Dar? Yeah, sure. We, uh, we were $525,000 and that's moly. over a four year period of time. So, um, after we're already um, in the process of getting those initial plans approved. And once they're approved, that's when, um, we will have access to that money and really be able to start implementing that change here um, just in, you know, a month or so. And you guys are talking about it being a model site. So, so you're telling us like uh, just in general that people will be looking to Claremont Northeastern from all over uh, for the model that we've built around literacy. Is that right? Absolutely. Yes. We're, um, we're very um, excited about being that, that model school, um, especially in, um, such a unique, um, it's such a unique opportunity for us because um, I, I love being a CNE Rocket, and for everybody else to be able to see all these great things that are available to our students is just—it's once in a lifetime. And it really is a testament to the progress. I mean, I live here, work here, my mm-hmm. kids go here. There's a lot of stake for me personally, um, but to know that. Um, we're talking three separate grants from kindergarten all the way to 12th grade for the mm-hmm. tune of over $2 million. I mean, during a pandemic, that's no small feat. It is not. Um, yes. And we're excited that, uh, you know, we have some things where um, our, our grant funds are aligned with the categories defined by the state grant requirements for instruction, support services and professional development, family engagement and administration uh, but within that, um, we're excited to, to see how we can continue to put some of those great things in place and add some new things that 
are really going to help our students out and our families out. So what does it really mean to the middle school? What are you guys going to be doing with the money? Um, I know that, uh, like we said before, that it's going to create a model district uh, for other districts to come and see, which I don't, I'm not saying there's anything um, against Claremont Northeastern, but you don't think uh, literacy when you think of Claremont Northeastern and now you do. So, so how does, how does all this take place and what kind of heavy lifting are you guys going to have to do? All right. So a lot of it. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Carrie. No, you're good, Dar. Go ahead. I, so we have a lot of things that are in place already, and we're hoping to uh, really uh, strengthen those with um, additional support services as far as people and um, coaching and in the specific area of literacy, as well as um, getting more uh, more resources to make um, every student um, have a resource that's really going to help improve their overall literacy skills. And some of that you guys have been working with, not just um, local experts, but you guys have been working with uh, world known experts on literacy, right? And developing um, a foundation with sciences of reading. And, and you guys have been doing some stuff with some pretty uh, fantastic people, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You referring to the letters training, um, which we have already started the process of um, trying to bring in that science into our literacy. And this is going to help us provide um, additional training in that area. That's awesome. And then you were talking about family engagement as well. So what, what's the grant going to allow you guys to do with that? Um, so th that's a great, a great question. So we are going to um, help uh, literacy instruction for our teachers. We are going to bring those resources to our students' specific skills. Um, and we'd also like to bring in our families a lot more. So um, we want to reinforce what we're teaching at home at, or teaching at school at home um, and then we would love to hear any ideas from parents in the community who have ideas on how we can engage um, together in order to make this a team effort around the entire CNE um, district. I mean, what a great opportunity for families also. I mean, it's amazing you guys have, you know, we're able to secure the funds um, because when you really look at it, parents should care about this stuff. Um, and it's easy to say that, but... Um, there's so many resources and ways you guys can reinforce this at home. It's going to be great. Um, how are you guys going to kind of be able to measure this over the course of four years? Is there just, just a feeling that you guys are going to have saying things are better or is there something you guys are going to be looking at specifically to, to, to look for growth? Yeah, there'll, there'll definitely be measurements in, in place in order for us to gauge our growth um, specifically too with some of the programs we already have in place. We have some of those things already there, which is awesome. Um, for example, like with our language live, there's built-in assessments and things to monitor growth as well as continuing to look at our, our map goals and our map data um, to show that. So part of the grant is collecting that data and uh, showing that to the state to show that we are growing in literacy. And truly with um, some of the things we have in place and some of the things that we plan to do, I anticipate great growth in literacy. So I think this is just an excellent support for us and um, allows us to continue to show what we do best, which is grow kids. So we're very excited. One thing we very. forgot to really even mention is like, what are your guys' role as part of the grant? So we'll have sure. people know a little bit about that. So I'm, I'm Carrie and I am going to be the grant coordinator. So I'll kind of be, I'll be a contact person for our teachers in our building um, as they are learning what kinds of resources and supports they would need um, built in with this literacy grant too. So I'll be helping with 
purchase orders and, and talking through some of that research and resources, as well as collecting data and observing and helping build some of those uh, content area literacy supports that we're, that we're continuing to put in place and that we'll continue to build upon. Oh, this is awesome. What about you, Dar? Uh, so I will be working with the families and how we can engage uh, together to make this a uh, community um, of strong literacy skills. So I will work with our teachers and our parents and outside um, uh, resources to pull all of the great things in for our kids. So again, if anybody has any ideas on how they would um, love for us to provide information, or if you have ideas on what kind of information you would like to receive from the middle school, um, please reach out. Uh, we'd love to hear from you and your ideas. It is really that next that next piece to a lot of things that we do around here is is making sure we put our best our best effort forward to, to engage those families and um, it is the, the biggest difference between a, a high achieving district mm-hmm. um, and one that is is hitting average is, is how you engage everybody around you. So yeah. that's exciting to see. Is there anything else you guys would like to share? Uh, just in general, I mean, I, I this is my second year in the district. As you said, TJ, I'm very invested in it. I live here. I graduated from here. My kids go here. Um, I'm just very impressed with the the work ethic and the commitment to um, growing kids um, in literacy and just in life. So um, I just think this is phenomenal for our district and just, again, exemplifies is, is, is a good um, recognition for our our teachers and our staff in our community and what we truly do for for kids we very much care and work really hard so it's awesome i'm very excited and just grateful as a community member and a teacher parent in the school district yeah it, it is really hard to really grasp the fact that you think these these grants are very competitive and to know that they trusted Clemon northeastern not just with one or two they entrusted us with over $2 million of money over a four-year period of time um, is absolutely incredible to think about the work that we can get done in that time frame, mm-hmm. um, but then be a destination district in the future. Um, and and it's, a, it's an honor to be a rural district that can be a destination for families and still know that they're going to be getting a, a high level of, of literacy support for their kids and, and getting the latest and greatest uh, research on literacy, which is great. Very much, very proud. Well, yes, thank you guys. I, I really appreciate it. This is, this is awesome work. One of the nice things about doing these podcasts are is, um, we get a chance to pop in and out uh, from time to time. And one of the greatest things will be, as I know you guys have to get this, the budget and everything approved before the work mm-hmm. um, will be able to continue even further, but getting an update on this is going to be huge for us. Uh, so we really like to have you guys on and uh, towards the end of the year and let us know how year one ended. Yeah, we would love that to. That would be great. Which is yes. really not even a full year one, right? Because you, <laughs> right. you guys didn't get the money until about, to what, six weeks ago? Exactly. So right. we're, yeah. we're walking in a, a little bit half, over halfway through the school year. Yep. So um, keep doing what you guys are doing. We really appreciate it, especially here in the, in the, in the district office. It's great to see so much movement happening. It uh, seems like a lot of districts are just holding on and trying to get to the end of, of this school year with everything that's going on. And here, here we are at Clemwell Northeastern. Uh, finding money and putting programs in place and making a difference. And I think it's a testament to the hard work that the staff is doing. And so we really do appreciate everything you guys do. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right. We'll see you guys later. Thanks. Yep. Have a good day. Bye.
Right. All right. Yeah, I have Chris Christy Fish back with me here, parent uh, of some students here in the district, but also uh, can give us some perspective on how things are going here at the middle school. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. I'm so excited. Yeah. So how do you think things have been? I mean, it's been it's been a, a, a year to uh, I wouldn't say forget, but it's definitely been a, a year for some challenges and some and some un unexpected things going on. So how do you think things are going from a, a parent standpoint? Oh, bud, you know what? I'm, I'm so, I don't really think that I could find enough adjectives to describe truly how impressed I am um, with everybody in general at, at within our school district, how they've adapted, how they've changed, how they've tried to figure out ways to, you know, help students, help parents, the 97 hats they're wearing. I mean, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. I mean, you can't do nothing but applaud, applaud yeah. on their efforts. Yeah. And I, I think though, the weird part for everyone is like, you know, there's so many uh, minutes outside of a normal day, you're trying to do all of this work. Yeah. And, uh, people aren't going to know what to do with their time next year. We're I mean, both, seriously, both get past this. We're not we're not doing some of this. And 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 but some of it is good and some of it hopefully will stay. Right. I mean, finding ways to engage families and, and meeting with people where they are and. Yeah. You know, live streaming board meetings to. Absolutely. Having, having teachers the amount of resources that I think people have learned to utilize over this crazy time. I mean, I I I hope they stick. I mean. I watched Owen's basketball game last night on the TV in my living room. I mean, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's really awesome. The, the things that, that they've come up with to, to help parents, you know, and students still feel like there's some sort of normalcy and that, you know, things aren't as, aren't as crazy, yeah, which is nice. One of the interesting pieces is like, just looking at it from this middle school world. Yeah. Uh, yeah for this particular piece of it is that like how connected do you think your kids feel to the middle school right now with all of this? You know what? I gotta, I, I gotta say, um, I, I, I applaud the middle school. You know, we did virtual learning for the first half of the school year. Um, and the particular platform that, you know, they, they choose chose to use, you know, was, was fantastic. I mean, it was it was still sort of the normal routine that you would experience if you were in person. It was just through your computer, which which was really beneficial. Um, and and Bailey really enjoyed it. I mean, you know, it in the comfort of her own bed sometimes, but <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. But you know, it still had the same. It, it was still it was still normal to a degree. I mean, they she still woke up at at seven a.m. was expected to be in a home room, and she changed classes, you know, just like she would if she was in person. And and that 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 was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, I mean, I was a first quarter remote uh, parent myself, and I think you're right. I think there was a level of of routine there, and I think it was it was great to see see all of that kind of uh, transform. And then parents had the choice at each quarter to see oh, yeah. where they felt comfortable. And, yeah. and the second quarter, I I think for my own sanity and my kids' sanity, we <laughs> uh, it was kind of a mutual understanding. We weren't going to 
<laughs> I can't do it. Right. I can understand. I can understand. I I didn't crack until third quarter, but whoo, she, she, she. So You guys are you guys you guys did remote second quarter as well, right? We did. We did. Um, and and she, I mean, she still enjoyed it. You know, I mean, she still she still had that that ability to connect through you know her computer screen but with second quarter I started to see a change and not necessarily not at all I should say in in what she was doing curriculum wise or or how the routine was affecting her the social aspect was I started to see you know she was losing focus a little bit and the engagement was kind of starting to go downhill and I thought, nah, you're gonna you're gonna need that in person. You're gonna. So so, how have you felt as somebody? I mean, I I felt I felt you know I had all these feelings and and worries and and just you know the unknown of being back in person, and you get back to in person and you're like, oh man. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I was really worried because um, my our our kids were gonna be faced with with wearing a mask all day, and I I was worried about that aspect. Um, because we don't do it at home and, um, but you know what? They didn't even blink, blink. They didn't flinch. They, all three of them are back in, you know, uh, they're all back into school, but I mean, ba- they're, Bailey was so excited to be back. And, and when she got there, she realized that it was really the same, you know, that there, there was really, I mean, of course there's some changes, you know, you have to do to, for safety purposes, but I mean, she, it was the same for her and she really was, was really pumped about being back in school. And you could really see kind of just that excitement of school come back, you know, when she was in the mix face to face, you know, with teachers and and friends, you know, that, that was a big deal, but it, we really wasn't affected by anything. And I, I think that was my main concern. I wasn't really concerned about anything else. I was just worried about how they would adjust to all the new measures that had to be taken, you know, without a doubt. And, but they, they did fine. It was, it, it's amazing. They all three did great. Yeah. And I think I'm in the same boat with that. It, it's just a different feeling. It is. And, but, but what's interesting is I think even at, at uh, the middle school and high school, they think the kids can, can think deeply enough about some of this yeah. stuff that they understand that like yeah, the routine is actually somewhat fragile and I'm right. grateful to here. Yeah, and, and they kind of take a, a sense of of responsibility. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's kind of it's kind of crazy to see how adaptive that they've been and um how more self-sufficient and involved and responsible they become, you know, and they just kind of fall in and, and do what they need to do, you know, to keep everybody safe and stay in school and do you and, think the level of communication you guys were getting helped inform your decision? Or do you think that uh, it was just something that was inevitable anyways? Well, you know, the communication was, was great in general. The, 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 the way they just kind of gave everybody an idea of what was going on in school and what that, what was, what steps they were taking. And I mean, that did affect our, our decision, but it, it affecting our decision and coming back, no, not really. I mean, that was more of a personal, personal decision for me and, and the big fish. But um, but the communication was always there. I mean, it, it was always phenomenal and fantastic. You had you you were never in the dark, you know, unless you were just completely off of, you know, 
any sort of social media or outlet, you were you were never unaware of what was happening and what precautions were being taken at the school. So, I mean, communication was always there, but the decision to send them back was kind of just on a personal level for us. Yeah. What do you think is the best way you feel like you get the most information? Is it social media? Is it your text messages? Is it email? Text messages Facebook? are fantastic. I mean, I I get what's what's so awesome is that there are so many ways that CNE communicates. Because if you're somebody like me who's in the clouds 90% of the time, can't remember what she did five minutes ago, then it's nice to know that I might find it on my phone or I might find it in my email or I might get a phone call. I mean, there's so many different ways because truly I don't stick to just one. So that's what what's so nice about it is that I have all these avenues to be able to get information and I don't have to just rely solely on one because you never know what I'm going to be. If I even have my phone, I mean, you know, those who know me know 90% of the time I only have my phone. So it's nice to be able to access it yeah. in multiple different ways. Yeah. So, and I think that's the, the, the middle school's done a nice job of putting things out there in, in as many formats as possible. Oh and yeah. Think, yeah, absolutely. Um, so have you guys, heard anything about the new grant that the middle school has received we did we did we seen we read something about it um on actually i i'm not for sure if they sent out a text message on it but we did see it on the website we did see it on the website we seen it on twitter yeah i mean it's really exciting to know that like um i was trying to explain this to a, a group the other day that uh the state of ohio an ode um already had entrusted at one district with about a $1.5 million and then said, I feel like that's a group that's being a good steward of this money. We could trust them with even more and, and then include their middle school. So, I mean, talk about putting all the eggs in one basket at, at two close to $2.1 million. Isn't that fantastic? Uh, I mean, it's unreal. I think, you know, for parents and, you know, I live in the district also and uh, my kids go here and it's like, to think of CNE when I started working here as a destination district for literacy development, um, it just wasn't something I would have thought would have been in our wheelhouse, right? As a district, and now, I mean, this whole grant's focus is that this these campuses all turn into model sites where a principal and three teachers from another district who's struggling can come here and go, "Oh, that's how we do it." Okay okay, that's, this is cutting edge research and this is the latest and greatest. And you think about uh, the trajectory that puts on kids in the future is that, um, you know, oftentimes our kids end up seeing that path towards dropout because of the struggles they have with literacy. Right. 100%. I, I just think yeah. of all the students that that's going to benefit, how that's just going to change the way that they learn and, and, and what an improvement that's going to be. And, and, you know, and, and, maybe, you know, ignite something that hasn't been there. Because I know sometimes that you see a, a lack of uh, just interest in education itself in some students, you know, they're just, they're just not there. And it's because they struggle with literacy so bad. And, and when that improves, I mean, I just, I just see how it's going to change, change kids, right. their mindset. And just staying away from the baseball field because I can't catch the ball or throw it very far. Mm -hmm. Once you're not good at something, it's easy right. to stay away from it. So right. it impacts kids so much. I mean, it, it really does. It, 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 it changes their whole entire outlook. So, I mean, that's going to be huge. 
And how cool that we got that and that we get to be the, that we get to be yeah, at the forefront of that. Exciting is, is that, you know, um, I don't know if you know Mrs. Porter. Yes, I do. Um, going to be uh, heading up a lot of the family engagement. And so there'll be a lot of work around um, parent, parent efficacy. Yeah. Uh, which, which is really like you as a parent thinking that you have an ability to impact your kid's future, right? Oh my goodness. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And I think for us as a district, we've talked about it and uh, there's not a parent out there that wouldn't want to help do something if it was going to make their kid's life better. Absolutely. And I think that the disconnect for years has been, can the school really do that with me as a parent or is that just something I'm on my own journey on? Right. And so as we research stuff and look into it as a parent to think, I think the school really does want to help me be a better parent when it comes to literacy or when it comes to, to, to job readiness or college readiness. I mean, those are the kind of paths we're talking about going down that, I mean, we'll still be a, a destination district in the future for stuff like that. Cause other districts are still wrapping their head around that concept. And, you know, we, we're lucky to have Dar do that work for us. Yeah. Dar, she, order. she's amazing. She, she, she's amazing. And, and to give the opportunity to parents, Oh man, that's going to be, and students, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, oh my goodness. I mean, it yeah, will, I think it will change. Part, the neat part for us is this is kind of one of those things where we talk about COVID. Right. Uh, making things for the better before people had to meet us at family engagements here right. at school. Um, and in the future, we're going to pilot something at the high school in a couple uh, weeks on February 23rd. We're going to do a um, 21st uh, century um virtual workshop on resume writing skills and and, um, and so that's gonna be huge we're gonna take our first step into learning how to to connect with parents remotely in the evenings yeah and then maybe the future looks like we do both right there's yeah. a remotely and so if you're a busy parent you're at the soccer field you can still connect and understand what's going on and i think there's a lot of really neat stuff that i'm excited to see what this middle school does with this stuff as we we pilot different things and learn from each other because we're going to be able to create such a, a learning environment from all three buildings with this grant being. Yeah, know, this is going to be huge. This It's, it's going to be huge. It's going to so it's it's, be so, it's, such a great thing. If there's anybody else out there listening and that's from the parents standpoint, what's something you would some advice you would give them uh, <laughs> to make the most of that middle school experience as a parent um, or some ideas or tips you give them about uh, just how to be involved in more in the middle school in the future. Um, oh my, you know what, here, here's the thing about the middle school. I, they, they are, they're, they're really, really good at not only making your student feel like a part of, of not just a school, but a family, a tradition, a culture. And, um, and they want that to trickle into the home. They 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 want parents. They they are more than willing to answer any question, to you know have any conversation, and they just have that ability to create those relationships. And I think that that is one thing that parents are going to truly enjoy um, when their kiddo gets into the middle school. And and if they're already there, I, I'm sure they've already experienced it to some level or another. The commitment that they have to to their kiddo um, as being a student at, uh, in their building. And I, I've, I've really enjoyed that, not just um, 
with my kiddo being in there, but working there, I mean, you can see it, the, you, you can see the passion that they have for, for their students and, and for their families. And, and that involvement is, is a really big deal to them, you know, on both the parent and the student side, that that's huge for the administration and the teachers. Um, and it's a big part of what they do and the culture that they're creating over there. Um, and it's, it's exciting. It's exciting. And I, I, I know Bailey really enjoys it. She, she really loves that building. Um, so I, I don't think parents, if, if parents don't reach out at some point, they're going to be reached to because that, uh, it's only a matter of time. Huh? It's only a matter of time because that's, that's how they, they like to do it in that building. And it, and it's, it's really cool to see. It's really cool and, to see. And it's really exciting. Bring up a, bring up a good point is that if, if there is anyone out there who wants, who has a question or isn't sure, yeah. Go straight to the source. I don't know if you're going to find people who are more approachable. Oh yeah, 100%. Then uh Miss Nazarene and Mr. Boothby at the yeah. school and, and And they uh, encourage it. The good, bad and the ugly. You know, there's no there's nothing that that they um that they aren't willing to have a conversation about, you know. I mean, it, and it's great and um you know, they'll have an answer for you. And I mean, I I have no doubt that you'll come out of there with something, you know, they'll, they'll go out of their way to figure something out. So to, to get that answered for you. So, I mean, it, it absolutely, if they have a, they have a question, go to the source for sure. Absolutely. Well, Hey, I know uh, we're getting short on some time here. I really appreciate you uh, taking some time out of your day to meet with me and, and, and do this interview and. Uh, what? Yes, of course. I'm really uh, excited that you got a chance to be on here. Um, me too. And you I wasn't long winded or anything. Okay, no, maybe just a you little. Just, you should just be my co host every week. We would probably <laughs> not get anything done, but we'd probably have more fun than anybody else in the district. Um, I we'd pr I'd probably get you fired. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> we can't do that. <laughs> so, well, thanks for coming on. We'll talk to you later. Thanks for having me, buddy. Have a good day. Yeah. Clermont Northeastern District Download.